Hello! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Nick Flanagan. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly, your premier podcast where a man who reads as Caucasian interviews people in a general manager man in a general manner as well as he's a comedian this is probably the most unique podcast of all time but i keep it real as you know all comedians should be living with their mom especially when they're nearing 40 and i do that why do i live with my mom i don't know it's a nice house it's in the middle of town i'm in recovery mode you know what don't ask but you can ask me this. Well, who's the guest of the podcast today? Well, I'll tell you. Podcast guest is none other than wonderful, super talented actress, Kara G. Kara G. Wow. What a nice person. I've known her for years. Uh, we both were in L.A. at the same time. She remains there with her husband, Richard. And uh, I've seen her go from plays uh theater in uh, diy theater with friends of mine to uh this show the expanse which was renewed for a fourth season on sci-fi and then amazon prime and now and she she's there's a part of this interview i feel so dumb about where i ask her about acting and being natural how important that is and then i start i really got started watching clips of the expanse and i was like oh okay so she's amazing at actually doing this completely different thing she's because when i acted with her in a movie called the sundowners she was so natural you know and it was it was very close to the carriage i know and then i see the expanse she's playing this person drummer wow she's amazing and uh, a lot of people speak of her like the a breakout on that show and very deservedly. And if you listen to this show, you will uh, find out about a new project she's in that's very cool called Call of the Wild based on the book. And there is a very famous man who has said the phrase, get off my plane. And he is in it with her. And we talk about her dealings. Anyway, enough of that. If you do like the podcast, Please subscribe, rate, review. Hopefully there's new listeners uh, who are fans of Kara's. To you, I apologize if I didn't ask enough about The Expanse or know enough about The Expanse. I am a simple man. And uh, if we talk again, I will make sure that uh, I know things about that. And uh, if, if you want to subscribe, um, that would be great. And if you want to help out in a, another very tangible way. You can buy my album Wiped Privilege at nickflanagan.bandcamp.com or you can go to ko-fi.com slash nickflanagan, help out with a one-time donation or even go to patreon.com slash nickflanagan, our Patreon, and uh, become a member. That always really helps and we are adding perks every month. Anyway, here's Kara G. Have a great time. Are you excited to be on the podcast, Kara? Very. Why? Uh, I haven't seen you in a long time. I haven't seen you in a while either, and this is the most authentic way to <laughs> Invite someone on the... Yeah. I mean, you know, it kind of is, because you're like, this isn't some in some studio. This is literally in my room. And, yeah. you know, frankly, it would be super weird if I was like, hey, you want to meet up? 
I'm not really, it's just in my room. I've got two chairs. It's fine. My I'd mom's be, there. Yeah, it'd be weird if we weren't recording, I think, yeah. right now. Yeah. Has anyone ever tricked you that way? <laughs> no, I'm so fucking sly. You Can know, I swear? I'm yeah, I, yeah, I probably. I don't know. <laughs> I've never really understood. They ask you if your thing is NSFW sometimes with the podcast questions. And swearing makes it... I don't know. No, I think you'd need to what? be talking about like pretty dirty stuff to get it there. Well, and I could see you getting there. Yeah, yeah, but it'll take a minute. Who is work? What work? Like, I mean... <laughs> That's my question. Who is work? You. Well, I mean, who, like, not safe for whose work? Oh, like, what is not like, safe for work? Like, you don't know work? what my job is? Right. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Maybe I work at some sort of a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Where there's no rules. Yeah, or what if you work, like, teaching kids? <laughs> this would not be appropriate. Wouldn't be safe. Already it's not safe. safe. What if you work safe. at, uh, what if you work at The Expanse? Yeah, it's fine. You know? It's fine. Well, yeah, because there's no real office, right? Like, my character has an office. Yes. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. It's really... it's Actually, it's incredible, because uh, the ship was originally supposed to be, like, a Mormon generation vessel. Okay. So my office is full of these, like, really fucking weird Mormon paintings. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's brilliant why are they so weird what do they look like are they like uh they're like you know jesus like, christ like but latter day yeah like a yeah. latter day they're like, uh, they're like like nostalgic white visions of like crossing fucking utah or whatever right, right. like they're like covered wagons yeah. and yeah it's, they're very creepy would you me. say mormons are like white mystics you know, like the sort yeah. of weird uh, milk-fed Christian version of like I mean, Kabbalah. Kabbalah. Like, they have, I mean, traditionally they do have some pretty uh, fucked up beliefs about indigenous people, which oh. I obviously take offense to. Because you are an indigenous person. I am. Yeah. Are you? Are you? What is? <laughs> what's your 23 and me um I, 20, I haven't done that i haven't done that because i'm not uh well, selling my dna to and, <laughs> a private agency you think that is a isn't yeah. it just a swab of sweat or saliva see yeah, this is why i'm saying that. it might be the same yeah i don't, yeah, I don't yeah. actually know if it can be sweat though they'd be the same for that probably do the same trick what do you think happens when the dna gets into it? i don't know i feel like they scan it and then they know what to sell me <laughs> <laughs> so they look at it and they're like, oh, this lady's actually 100% Spanish. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. You know, there's people who are like, oh, you know, I thought I was Mexican. And someone's like, you're not Mexican at all. Yeah. And then what do you do with your identity? I feel like they're like, ooh, this bitch loves Aritzia <laughs> from my DNA. <laughs> right. They're like, uh, is it, this is a really dumb question. Is it Ojibwe or yeah. Ojibwe? Well, Oh, okay. Yeah, Some people say Ojibwa. Which... Or Ojibwa. That's like the Quebecois version. Of yeah, it. I guess so. I say Ojibwe and I spell it W-A-Y. Some people spell it W-E, but I grew up spelling it W-A-Y. Oh, that's interesting. So... Phonetically. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. Ojibwe. Yeah. And so what is it that the Mormons believe that is a little offensive towards indigenous people? Well, like that we were banished and then painted red as punishment. Which... Okay, so that's a very... That's like for people who don't, this is a pre-photograph type of belief where people don't yeah. meet like native people and they're like, 
uh, they, the well, red. they're red. They're actually yeah. red. I don't get like, that. I mean, yeah. I know that the people are brown the further south you go, but like. That's not red. I don't. That's not red. Yeah. Yeah. But well, the, like, what, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, black isn't black. No, black isn't black. Asians are not yellow. There's something like we that all of that is. No, it's kind of kind of a cream. Everyone's kind of white. It's pink. White's pink. Jewish is pink. Pink. Ojibwe's pinkish. Pinkish, yeah. Like this. Everybody's kind of pink. I mean, in their own way. Yeah, the black people thing. Yeah, they're not black. Black brown. Brown. Don't you hate it when you read like a tweet from like a white person and they go like, they go like, oh yeah, Trump, just keep bombing brown people. And you're like, can you just, really, you, you, just because you're saying like, uh, you know, that you're on the right side or whatever, you don't have to be like, oh, brown people. I mean, like, I, I, I <laughs> guess right now I would just rather that so much than like people who are like, fuck brown people because those people are out there in but full what force about, right now. What about the, anim- the idea of the enemy of that, my enemy? is my friend what about yeah. where does that fall i think yeah i think yes <laughs> yeah yes who who the enemy of my like i uh, like the enemies of racist white people are my y- friends yes yeah yeah but what if it's uh racist black people and when i say racist i mean <laughs> anti-semitic <laughs> oh like like okay uh, yeah like black Bad black people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if that's how you want to view it. I mean, I guess. This is where I get immediately with the podcast into many things that need to be deleted. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even use the words bad next to black people. No. Or next to Ojibwe. Or next yeah, to don't you dare. There are no Ojibwe. bad Ojibwe people. Right. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Is that how that works? That's how it works, is if you're in a... Uh, people that have been marginalized yeah we're all good 100 of you are great that's right and there's never been problems that's right yeah, yeah. same and with jewish people jewish people right? i think it might be true with jewish people <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard yeah. about them oh shit. well that <laughs> that's a thorny got, issue <laughs> i'm glad we sorted it out what do you think of uh solidarity amongst uh oppre- mar- oppressed people i mean i like it i'm a fan <laughs> of solidarity what if Woody Allen feels oppressed and he's like, Kara, yeah. as an Ojibwe, I understand your struggle because I'm going through that right now in terms of not being allowed to make films. I'd be like, yeah, what, why aren't you allowed to make films, fucker? Is go, what I would say go, to him. I think they're ageist. I think that the industry has a problem with Oh, yeah? People. I'd be like, fuck you, Woody Allen. <laughs> fuck you right in your stupid face. You yeah, know? I don't, I get I don't, a, yeah, I get a feeling people don't really get to say... Uh, talk to him that much, you know? I've never spoken with him. Have you tried out for one of his movies? I don't think he hires people who are not white. Does, didn't he have that guy in uh, w- one of those movies? He had, like, um, that dude... Uh, what's his name? He was he was really good in that movie. I, I don't know. I didn't see it. Um, He has an African name. I don't know. I don't can't know. even use that expression. It even feels probably like he has an African. Uh, I don't know because I'm just genuinely nervous all the time about <laughs> everything. I'd be this nervous if I was at a job interview too. It's Ooh. all. 
I view every interaction as a potential job. (laughs) (laughs) I like don't have anything to hire you for. I mean, I don't. I guess whoever's listening. What don't you have anything on the go? What's on the go with a Kara G? So much on the go. What's on the go? Well, I came from rehearsals for a play I'm doing. What's the play? It's called Pool for Love by Sam Shepard. Oh yeah. Doing it at Soul Pepper. Is that the one where this when someone is the spirit of Jimmy Rogers? No, Someone, no. It's the only Sam Shepard one I remember. No. I did a monologue from it in drama class. Really? Yes. It was a guy who thinks he's the reincarnation of the singing breaksman, Jimmy Rogers. Oh, wow. And I had to sing a Jimmy Rogers song. And I didn't actually, this was pre-internet. Yeah. Relatively. Yeah, yeah. 1996, 1995. Yeah. Not pre-internet, but before you were like, I'm going to listen to this song on the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Nobody remembers that there was a time where if you wanted to listen to a song on the internet, you're going to some weird page, mm-hmm. press play, it downloads for it a really long time, hours. then it comes on, then it stops in the middle, and then you have to wait another two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Fool for Love by Sam Shepard. Are you a fan of yeah. Sam Shepard? I, do you know what? I didn't, I wasn't really that familiar with his stuff before this, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been like a massive learning experience. When I read that monologue, there was something I really loved about it. I don't know what it was. It was, uh, it felt uh, like it had a lot of heart or something. It mm. was very bright and intelligent. But I haven't seen or read very much Sam Shepard beyond that. I think I've seen him act in a few movies. He was he was yeah. in a bunch of movies in the 80s. Yeah. Um, I mean, he like is really good at writing dialogue. Yeah, totally. It yeah. always feels purposeful. There's no extra words mm-hmm. that you have to try to I feel like it's all there for you which yeah. is I mean it's crazy and so what's, I just keep going into it who are you playing I'm playing May mm-hmm. uh, and Ian Bailey is playing Eddie and mm-hmm. we are the play opens we're in a motel room uh-huh. fighting yeah leave don't leave leave don't leave and then right. uh, over the course of the play you learn more about their relationship and their backstory and there's some issues yeah 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 who's the better May. Uh, the other guy's not so good. Fuck. What's his name again? Oh, no, he's, I mean, as an actor. No, the actor's good, I'm sure. The actor's great, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you're doing That's on the Burner? Yeah. What about The Expanse, where you have a recurring part? Yeah. What's the um, name of your character again? Drummer. Drummer, right. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we finished shooting season four in the winter, and hopefully it comes out, you know, soon i know people are like really excited to see it i'm excited to share it with the world it's so good and we're just waiting to hear if we'll be so fortunate to shoot a season five now i feel like when we were both there in los angeles together that was the beginning of you getting that job am i crazy maybe would have been 2016 yeah, maybe. You know, maybe it was actually, or maybe it was when too. we were in Sundowners together. We were in a movie called Sundowners together for the listener. True. Both in, I guess you don't, but I'll have said this already at the intro. So I don't even need to be saying this right now, but we were in a movie called Sundowners together, which is not on your Wikipedia. It's it should be. very visibly omitted. I'm so sorry about that. It's I'm going to okay. make some calls after this. I played, I played your husband it's to be true. your fiance and we did get yeah. married. Yeah. In it. Yeah, on we, the beach. We movie kissed. Yeah, a bunch. A bunch. I was. Uh, what do you think of movie kissing? 
Well, I was so excited about it, and you were so <laughs> nervous about it. <laughs> I was excited about it. <laughs> you were so nervous. Really? Yeah. But it's really easy. You just kind of kiss, but you don't really use tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thank you for that. But um, <laughs> Oh, some people might pull a tongue move. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. Well, it depends on the scene. I mean, that was... You might have to. You might have to. Yeah. I mean, in our case, that would be a weird move at your wedding. Yeah, I didn't think our characters were really trying to... No. Yeah. But my character was, like, way more enthusiastic about it than your character. Yeah, you were very uh, PDA with me, and I was uh, an anxious person who run out of money, which... uh, Yeah, which I didn't know. My character didn't know about I do these movies and then everything comes true. About me. <laughs> oh, no. First movie, I'm like, ah, oh, I got, you know about my problems. I got problems with taxes. I said that in Diamond Tongues. And then I'm not saying I had problems with taxes oh. afterwards, but oh, I, no. I was self-employed. So oh, yeah. You guys, taxes are hard when you're self-employed. Taxes are hard. Oh, taxes write everything hard. off. You have to write everything off. I got worried tonight. I was like, oh, I got a tax deadline. Should I just cancel? No. And I didn't cancel. No. Are you a canceller? No. Yeah, you're not I'm a canceller. No. I believe it. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of people are cancelers. Yeah, I know. It's a funny thing. It's like, uh, it's kind of an LA thing, do you find? Definitely yeah. it happens in Los Angeles. Where More people, than here. Because there's so much effort put into getting around. You know, so, so everyone expects complete leeway. Yeah. You know, not, yeah. not to mention that there's that whole thing. It's kind of like a power move, I think, where people go like, oh, uh, Actually, this thing came up now, and uh, mm-hmm. we were just gonna hang out, right? So I've got to do this thing now, and, and so I yeah. can't hang out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're still there though. In LA. Yeah. Yeah. Married. I got married. Congratulations. Just like in the movie. Just like the, the movie comes true like for both of movie, us. But not married to me. No. No, but no. maybe in spirit. I mean, I definitely <laughs> thought, yeah, thought of you the whole time. Is that weird? Sorry, honey. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of my character? <laughs> do you remember? Why no, do I forget? I don't remember. I don't remember my character. Yeah, I'm, it's a great movie, though. You guys should check it out. <laughs> it's available. It's, it's on iTunes, I think. It's right? on iTunes. It's funny. It turned out well. Yeah, it turned out well. Like, it's so... I mean, that probably was one of the most amazing shooting experiences I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, we went to Colombia. Yeah. Had you ever been to Colombia before? No. I'd never been to Colombia either. We went to the Santa Marta area. Yeah. And we just like hung out on the beach basically the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even when we were shooting. Yeah. They were shooting on the beach a lot. And uh, I liked the resort part. I even liked the weird resort food, but mostly because it was free. Remember the donkeys that showed so, yeah, there would, be cows, go- cows. there would be cows that just came in the water. Sometimes. There's a cow in the pool. They just go in the pools. Yeah, that's cool. That was news there, though, remember? Like, that was. Yeah, they were like. We were like, does this happen all the time? How do you say cow in Spanish? Vash is. No, Vash is French. French. Okay, but. Carnitas? <laughs> No, I don't know how to say cow in Spanish. This is—I've literally lost anyone of color (laughs) listening to this podcast uh, far before I had you on it. So that's the important thing. Uh, No, 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 that's fine. Do you you like the room? Yeah, yeah. This is nice little recovery room. Very little. Yeah, it's from the tax stuff. From the tax, basically. (laughs) When I came back from Los Angeles, this became my sanctuary. Oh, good. Yeah, that, when did you come back? Uh, about a year ago. Okay. And uh, do you miss it? 
I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think it's cool. But I also think it's quite irritating. But, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't like the sort of unsafe feeling throughout. You, you know, you're, well, you know, like, I, I like to walk around and stuff. Yeah. If you're walking around in like Los Feliz, you know, uh, it should feel, I mean, it is relatively safe, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't feel completely safe. Crossing streets yeah. is weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Then there's like this tremendously terrible homeless problem that I don't think makes you feel unsafe. It just makes you feel like upset or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. end times. Yeah, there's definitely some apocalyptic looking places there. Are you are you living in the Silver Lake Los Feliz area? No, I'm not. I'm in mean, the west side, if I recall. Yeah, I'm like Actor Central. Mid city. Um, oh, that's Miracle Mile. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's I like it. I, I like, like it. that. It's part a kind of, of walkable too. neighborhood. Near too, La Brea Tar Pits. That's it. And LACMA. Yes, LACMA. Those are nice. That's a nice. The only problem with that is it's uh, you're sort of like landlocked when you're there. You know, getting around is yeah. a real choice, you know? Yeah, I take the bus. I bet you take the bus. Do you drive? I can. But why do you take the bus? Um. I mean, this is a very Canadian thing. I always, You always hear in, in L.A. You go, well, I take the bus. I and know. I feel kind of proud of it. Um, well, where you are, you know, if you're auditioning further west... It's not that bad. Yeah. You know, whereas like I was living further east and it would be that bad. It would take way too long. Yeah. Yeah. Being central is sort of, I I have like a lot of bus routes I can pick from too. But I I feel like, I feel like, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's simpler in a lot of ways. You don't have to park. It's super cheap. Yes. It's very cheap. um, You know, I had, I'll tell you this. I had, um, I had a meeting with the director for a big part in a big movie. I ended yeah. up, I, I had to meet with him before I, you know, yeah. got the part. Yeah. And I, the studio was just down the street from my house. So I took the bus uh-huh. to the studio and I got there. Oh yeah. That's an issue. I've had that before. There's no pedestrian entrance. Yeah. You go to like a studio thing and. It was closed for an event. I snuck in through the kitchen. Were you late? No. Cause that's a power move too. No, but I got the part. Oh, you did? Yeah. So when's it coming out? February 2020. What's it called? Call of the Wild. Call of the Wild. Now, is this about, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild, which is a Zelda game mm-hmm. for Switch? That's what it is. It's about you call to pre-order That's right. Breath of the Wild. Call, it's call. about a girl. <laughs> Who works at a call center. Works at a call center. Her name is also Zelda. Pre-orders. Her name is Zelda. And it's crazy. She's also, uh, she's also a... Um, uh, activist yeah for free the nipple <laughs> but <laughs> not like her bit, own yeah yeah free no. the male nipple which is actually a n- male nipple removal <laughs> service it's true it's got like like sorry to bother you vibes you know <laughs> i never it's, saw that you must it's everyone said so you should see good. it and i haven't seen that i haven't it's like my favorite it's I, my favorite i haven't seen a lot of I, I haven't seen a lot of movies what about yesterday are you excited for yesterday you know that movie where it's like I think it's one of these Danny Boyle movies. I don't even know anything about it. I've been watching. I only think I found out about it two days ago, and it's like a British guy. He's like hits hit by a train or something, in in the rain, and there's lightning. He doesn't get hit by a train. Are you making this up? No. Well, I'm making up the hit by a train thing. <laughs> anyway, he wakes up, and like there's no Beatles. The band The Beatles is like not existent. Oh wow! 
and uh, then uh, music would be so different. Well, yeah, then he plays all the Beatles songs. Does he become a superstar? Yes. Yes. And that's all I know about it. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, here's a... I'm not like a big Beatles fan. Do you find them problematic? Oh, no. I don't mind. (laughs) It's just not my vibe at all. And then I also like dated a musician for a long time who was very, very obsessed with the Beatles. And that never helps. And yeah, so I, I like know Have a lot about them. Have things foisted but, on you. Well, yeah, and that was just never my thing to begin with, so. You I don't like, like something in the way she moves. Something in the way she no, moves. I don't, like that. I don't, I don't even like know that. if that's a song of theirs. So you might actually be saying I, you don't like something that I created. I, <laughs> I don't like that either, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like Twist and Shout. That's probably okay, like, if they there's didn't one... That. Yeah, what that's about, probably why I like it. What about Back in the USSR? No, I really don't like that. I really don't like that one either. That one never did it for me. What about... There's like an acoustic version of Strawberry Fields that's beautiful, mm-hmm. but that's you, it. You know what I'm crazy for is what? Richie Haven's version of Here Comes the Sun. I don't think I've heard that. you got to check that one out. That's a oh. very special... Okay. song and i definitely do prefer it to the original which i also like oh here comes the sun oh that's a pretty good song right yeah i guess so. see but i don't know why i'm trying to win you over to the beat anyway this movie is about someone who writes all these beatles songs and i was like you're the best that's pretty cool that's a good idea for a movie well you can't do it anymore <laughs> You couldn't, but maybe if there's something where if we get hit on the head as we finish the podcast, we'll wake up in a world where that movie wasn't made and we'll be like, and we pitch the movie. Yeah. Let's attach Danny Boyle. We'd have to listen to so much Beatles. Could it be a different band? Uh, Rolling Stones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Steely Dan. Rolling Stones sounded good. How about Leonard Cohen? Okay. Now. That's like, I feel like the Rolling Stones would be good. The Rolling Stones would be good because there's like drama. Right. Like really there's drama. Are you a fan of the Stones? I mean, like not a massive fan, but I mean, I like their music right. better than the Beatles. Yeah, you're a Stones person, as they say. Uh, uh, I don't. Say. I don't know if I would call myself that. I wouldn't ever like introduce myself that way. Did you know this podcast was going to be so meandering? <laughs> I mean, I hoped. It. I hoped that it would be. <laughs> I'm. I'm glad that it is. Um, okay, where were we at before that? So you're in a movie called Call of the Wild. Yeah. And tell me about this movie. Well, it's based on the Jack London novel. You're this... in the movie Call of the Wild based on the Jack London yes! novel? Yes! That's amazing. Yeah. Problematic. Well, isn't but that book wild? I know, I, I actually figure out. Call of the Wild, I don't oh. know if it's... I, don't, I, I read some other book that was not one of... I've read White, White Fang, Fang and I've read... Uh, those books are amazing. Yeah. I couldn't believe them. I read them as adults and I was like, wow, this is like reading Game of Thrones or something. This is very action packed totally. and like amazing and visceral. Yeah. And it's from perspectives of animals, you know, yeah. and that was an amazing thing. Um, so you've read the book then? Yeah, of course. Of course. Had you read the book beforehand? No, I had not. But they I'm noticing a trend here. Yeah. No Sam Shepard. read the things once I have to. Yeah, no, I, I don't even do that. <laughs> I just went to your, I went to your Wikipedia. I haven't even... I don't even want to tell you about the things I haven't. I have seen you play, act in plays, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A long time ago. And act in theaters. Yeah. Film, the movie we yeah, were in. Yeah, the movie with the one movie we were in. And Which is the only movie too. I've ever been in. So is fun. it really? No. Until Call of the Wild. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> how many movies out of 10 have you been in? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many movies I've been in. That's great. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You shouldn't I, have I to. Made it. Don't I count. Made it. Don't count. It's not about that. That's yeah. for the others to do. You're just here to work, man. Yeah. And the reason you work is because you aren't a flake. You show up on show time. Up. I read the thing. You read the source to. material when you must. Yeah. You go in fresh, fresh eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's you it. have a that's the secret to success. Good I guess. attitude. Thank you. I think you have a good attitude. Thank you. I uh, I, I guess tried. we met a long time ago. Yeah, we did night, in the two thousands. We did meet in the two thousands. Yes, it's true. You were in a play, a mutual friend's play. Yeah, which one? Which one did you see? Do you remember? Uh, Aurora, did. Aurora did Pena. Yeah, her, we, I did a bunch plays. of plays with her. I probably saw several, frankly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, they were all frankly, so good. I enjoyed them all. They were. I feel like I met all of my uh, like best Toronto friends working on those plays. Yeah, there were lots of really cool people involved, and always like Drake. a big cast. Yeah, Drake was always hanging big around. Big cast. There. there was always a big women, cast of women. All women. And we all made best friends with each other. Basically. Yeah, yeah, and you great. still go to each other's showers yeah birthdays yeah all that shit do you ever uh do you ever think you'll move in with one of these people i have done i'm okay, living with good. julia letterer right now who Ju julia, julia letterer. letterer oh really yeah i'm staying with her while i work on this play in toronto yeah yeah so how long are you in toronto for um the play goes until august 11th and you're gonna stick around for mm. tiff oh no, toronto no, no International i don't know i gotta know i gotta go back so what's a, the experience of moving there? What's it been all about? The Expanse films here as well, or what? Yeah, okay. Expanse shoots in Toronto. Yeah. Um, I mean, moving to LA has been kind of ridiculous. Like, I definitely moved there, immediately booked this Call of the Wild movie, and wow. also like got married. Right. All like very boom, boom, boom. So that's great. Like LA is amazing. Like, everything, all my dreams come true here. <laughs> you get those envelopes full of the money for the marriage. Yeah. It's and then you get envelopes full of money for for the movie. Yeah. Who do you play? Wild? I play Wild. The Wild? Uh, play I play Nature? the Wild. Play it's Nature? very abstract. It's just very abstract. Do you play the Lynx? That uh, fights. Yeah. I actually think the it's wolf. in the that fight. It's a Lynx that fights. The, it's called the Wild. White Fang is the mixture of dog and wolf. Uh, That's why I don't know if you read. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I haven't. Um, yeah. there's Wolf in Call of the Wild. Though. No, Call of the Wild is a straight up wolf, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does he fight a lynx? I don't think so. I think that's in White Fang. Yeah, I don't remember a lynx. So you, what, what's going on in Call of the Wild? What are you playing? Who are you? Doing? Oh, I can't say. I don't think okay. right yet. Um, who I'm playing? What, but what can you say about it? What's um, what you can, can say, say the name it? of it. I can say the name of it. I can, can you say, say where it's released? Who's putting it out? Who directed yeah, it? Yeah, um, it's uh, it's Fox, and it is it was directed by Christopher Sanders, who's, who's the same guy who did Lilo and Stitch and oh, How to Train Your Dragon. Cute. He's a delight. That's He's great. A delight. Yeah, I so, loved uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Actually, I really enjoyed it. Do you know what? I love Lilo and Stitch. I like definitely sobbed my way through it. Oh, it's, it's a sad one. I don't I guess like there's just a couple of misfits just doing their best. A couple of these animated, sometimes these animated movies will really get you in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> just punch you right in the yeah. stomach. Toy I mean, Story 3, remember they were threatening the lives of the toys every step of the way? I know, I didn't see it. You didn't Toy see Story. it? But like Up or something. Yeah, I never right? saw Up. Inside oh. Out. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Lots Shit. of problems with the, what, Joe? I don't know. No. Is it sad? But like, <laughs> wait, wait. What's it called? Uh, you know, uh, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. 
What do you think of when people go like dirty expressions suddenly become like just used in everyday society like it's nothing? Like when it was mm. Ralph breaks the internet and then it's right. like, didn't Kim Kardashian break the internet by being basically like naked all the time? That was how she broke the internet. And it's yeah. like some kid. Like, Where does the expression internet. break the internet come from, yeah. daddy? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then dad's got to like show him a picture. Of this Kim wealthy woman. Yeah. They're like, right. okay, I got to start early. Here's the tape with Ray J. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you got that. Now Did that's that, that not break the internet. That's not the, that's breaking the internet. No, you would think <laughs> this would be the thing that broke the internet, but much later, yeah. after many nude appearances for years, yeah, she was naked again. I mean, and that broke the internet. She looks amazing, it, to be fair. Of course. She What's the problem? Amazing. I'm not trying to shame her. No, no, I know for breaking the internet. No, the internet needed a break. Couldn't hurt. At that time. And then Ralph needed Couldn't to hurt. give it another break. <laughs> yeah. What about, you know, like the expression size matters, I feel is like really popular in really? society nowadays. I'm yeah. Good. Like it'll have a picture, you know, like uh, oh, yeah, McDonald's, large drinks, because right. size matters. And it's like we're talking about dicks yeah, here. Yeah. You're talking about size. And also it's like, you know, I like right. that expression because it can go either way. What Small is great. Big is great, it, but it matters. But it matters. Yeah. Just whatever size. What about size? What if it's size is matter? I mean, that's, that's like scientific. That, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a science graduate? Um, no. How much school? I did. I got a BFA in acting. It's amazing. And is that I a, play a science guy. A on TV. Bachelor of Fine Arts in acting. Yeah. What school? When the University of Windsor. Windsor, are you, you're not from Windsor. No. Where are you from? Bob Cajun, Ontario. Oh, the Tragically Hip have a famous song called Bob Cajun. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you're not a fan. They're like the Beatles yeah. of Canada. No, no, no. They put us on the map. We all are very famous now because of them. Uh, who, it's a small oh, town. Yeah. yeah, but it's a beloved town. It's it's like a cottagey town, right? Yeah. Did you ever go to the cottage? Are you a... No, I grew up there. You grew Why up... would I go to the cottage there? I, it was weird. It's like a weird place to be because then in the winter everyone leaves and you're just like there. Right. But didn't and, you, is that yeah. is it near Aurora? No. But you lived in Aurora. I did. Because I read your Wikipedia. Yeah. Didn't mention yeah. Bob Cajun. At no, all. I know that's weird. And nowhere mentions that. And I'm like, that's like where I'm from. Right. Like, like that's where I grew up. I like went to high school. What you represent. In Newmarket. I didn't even go to high school in Aurora. I don't Aurora. I don't understand why how that happened. Yeah, someone glommed onto it. I guess I did an interview once with a newspaper from that area. And they were like, oh, so you're from here. And I was like, no, I'm not from here. And like, we went to high school here. It's like, yeah, I got kicked out of high school here. Like, why are you, it's so funny that you're whoa, trying whoa, to claim whoa. me now. Why'd you, you get know? kicked out of high school? What's going on? Are you a oh, hellion? Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Well, I didn't really do anything. Um, what did you have done to you? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, I got kicked out. No. <laughs> yeah. um, I was, I was uh, on student council. I was like. Okay. What did you institute? Good kid. What did you? What changes did you institute to policy? No, well, I I I put together a school dance. Oh, cool! And then at like the last minute, they told me that I could only sign in one friend from another school, which felt unjust. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) thank you for nodding. (laughs) I I appreciate that. Think I understand. Yeah. Well, I snuck in a bunch of friends, and then they all got 
caught with weed on him. And this was, of course, before it was legal. I think you would still get in trouble <laughs> if you're like underage. Probably. But were you underage? Because I didn't have any on me. I don't. I I was not. But they knew that I had snuck them in. Now that it's legal, do you indulge? Um, I will not answer that because it is not federally legal in America. Oh, this is a problem, right? Everyone's worried they'll get kicked out of America. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. They're putting in harder, uh, making it harder for people to get their their stuff in America. And now you have to share your social media. Yeah, that was an interesting thing I read. You have to share the social media you've had for the last five years. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's madness. I mean, I was very careful of that when I was immigrating, though. Well, yeah, I don't say... I, well, this is something... Tell me if you think this is a problematic tweet that I should delete. Okay. I wrote... Uh, I call him President Grapefruit because he's a fruitcake. Sure. <laughs> you think I should delete it for other reasons? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, you might want to delete it before you try to cross the border. It's, that's a very pragmatic way of looking at it. But... I don't know. I'm paranoid though about that. So I'll just I should go through my history and look up the word president and anything yeah. I've wrote with the word president. Is, yes, you yeah. should. You should. Problem is, you're I mean, in America every, and in Los Angeles, everyone you know yeah. is basically super politically activated. Yep. Super mouthy on Twitter. You know. Yep. Join the party. You're dying to. You want to be part of the gang. Do it, you're deported. Next yeah. thing you know. Yeah. But Jim Carrey's not. Look at what he's doing. I mean, I feel like the richer you are, a citizen. the more he's probably a citizen. And the more money you have, probably the easier but it is to not get kicked out. What about do you do you know anyone who's been deported? Um no, I don't know anyone who's been deported. I know people who have stayed longer than they should and then mm. like on artist visas oh, and then no. end up kind of fucked because of that. You don't want to do that. No, no. So no. you've had a nice run in LA. That's what you're saying. It's been going well. Yeah, I love it there. You're I'm on the beautiful up. West Side. Yeah. Going to the Grove. Going Farmers to Palm Market, Springs. Going to Palm love, Springs. That's why I got married. I got married. I'm in married Palm in Palm Springs. I think I saw that. God, it's so nice there. Yeah, I like it too. What do you like about it? Um, it's weird. I like palm trees so much right I feel those like, are in los angeles too and being a person from bob cage in ontario uh-huh. who like i i didn't ever travel like mm-hmm. palm trees are just such a symbol of having made it to well, me i mean i definitely the first time i went to america and we did this long drive and we got to the part where the plants were crazy which actually was texas i was like what is all this mm-hmm. like, this is very this is cool Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. So that's yeah. but but those palms are also in Los Angeles. They are. But the Palm Springs one, the that is it just the idea that Palm Springs, like those that word makes you feel like you've made it? Um Palm Springs I love because it's like just the, all that mo- uh, mid-century modern architecture, uh-huh. just modern art, which I really like. Bob Hope lived there. Bob Hope. Yeah. John Wayne. I don't know. Did he? No, I don't know. Not really as much into that <laughs> you don't like john no 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 because he didn't he wouldn't have liked me i don't know what fuck him was he fuck him. was he fuck him right did, in the face you know did he i don't know much about him besides like i never yeah, found no. him interesting or, or particularly good i just feel like that whole like if you're making westerns you got a problem with the whole thing oh yeah what about peck and paw 
those movies are mostly about white white guys getting shot I by, mean, by will, each other. I will reserve judgment until I see it. The but wild I feel like the western, bunch. the western as a as a piece of American nostalgia. Yeah, don't like. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, because the the westerns are. Uh, they're actually very formative for filmmaking, right? Yeah. So like John Ford, that's like a classic film, you know, uh, just in terms of composition, pacing, and The Searchers. That's a weird one. You ever see The Searchers? No, I don't watch Westerns. I can't. What about I True can't. Grit? No. A lot of these movies, not a lot, but there, there are a handful of movies that are uh, not... The, the the native genocide aspect is not completely part of it. But what do you mean? It's not like okay. So, but I feel like even like are any like the, like I, having showing positive representations of indigenous people. I think there's just not, no representation. Yeah, that's sort of I think, like I think part of the genocide as well. I think that's pretty much the best. Uh, the best you, you can, can hope, hope for, for in those yeah. movies, or like there's Don't like it. There's the Searchers is a weird one because it's it's John Wayne, and it's like ambiguous kind of. He's not exactly the hero, and it's about and again this is probably a racist already beginning. It's like <laughs> this guy's fiance or is like taken prisoner by like you know the cherokee or something right yeah fuck that movie okay so fuck she's taken prisoner movie. so then everyone's like we gotta get her back but then john wayne is like can't get her back we gotta kill her she's ruined now <laughs> they're inducting her into a society <laughs> sounds horrifying so it's about this like horrifying horrifying relic of the past right you know like it's it sounds awful it sounds like something i would not give an hour and a half of my time to i can't i can so what do you give an hour and a half of your time to i think it might be two hours oh <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm excited to watch late night okay that's an hour and a half okay good great, sometimes perfect. sometimes it's better. An hour. i'm excited to so watch you watch late night television no the movie late night what is Emma late thompson night? and mindy K- mindy kaling it's no. like it's about to come in what's it's it about night? I'm not even sure. I haven't seen it yet, <laughs> but I'm gonna give give that my time. What about S- Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell and Emma Tom- Thompson? Is that new? No, it's old. I haven't seen it. It's good. Will Ferrell, uh, co-owner, of course, of the Los Angeles Football Club. What's which, the, the football? Uh, it's club? a new soccer team in LA. Oh, weird! It's amazing. You're going to soccer games? Yeah, my husband got season tickets, so we go all the time. And so it's Richard, awesome. Yeah. What do you want to say about him? <laughs> you want to shout him out? Sure. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my husband. <laughs> Hubby. Hubby. Yeah, no, what a great guy. I like him a lot. We got married. Why'd you get married? Legal? Wow, no, no. Well, no. it is legal. I mean, yeah, we did it legally. <laughs> um, why did we get married? Uh, we just, I just, we love each other very much. And we, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful ritual, actually. To get married, yeah. Yeah, to like declare in front of all of your nearest and dearest friends and family that, you know, we're going to support each other on this Really go journey. for it. We're going to really go for it. And, uh, and we're all going to like celebrate that together. It was amazing. It was, it was beautiful, actually. It was a beautiful time. Do you see your pals a lot in Los Angeles? Yeah. What's what, who are who are your your good pals there in Los Angeles? Oh, what do you do goodness. with them? What's 
What's your day to day? Um, oh, my day to day changes so much. I mean, I you're feel auditioning. Like, no, I'm not right now. But at sometimes. All. Um, that hasn't really been so much my experience there because I got there and shot that movie and then shot season four and uh -huh. now I'm optioned on the expanse. So oh. I just wait and see. Oh, so like you're I'm sort not... of spoken for. Yeah. Right. So I haven't had the audition life. So you're married. Yeah. And you're married in a sense. To the expanse. Yes. And yeah. also and to Richard Declare. And to Richard, but also to Call of the Wild. Yeah. So you can't do any other uh, pioneer film. I can't do any other pioneer ever. Film. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. NDA. That's it. What about in Canada? Mm -hmm. When did you start working professionally in the acting world? Because it mm -hmm. seems like you were doing a lot of theater here yeah, in Canada. For years. For years I worked in theater Supporting here. local playwrights. I think they were supporting, supporting me. Supporting you, who to were be supporting honest. you. Yeah. Your career is growing together. Yeah. Until one day you said, I'm bigger. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this country. No, you, um, I, I, you know, honestly, I would have loved to stay here, but mm. America so much further ahead as far as the diverse casting question. They're working very hard. And there's just a bigger market, I think. And also, Canada is racist as shit. Why? Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, how do I know this? Why. Yeah. How do I know this? How, uh, how do you... Do you know why how, I why? decided to move when I had a callback for a, a you know, ridiculous Canadian show Right. Would have been really happy for the work, but I, right. I got called back for this role. That was actually a really cool role, but they told me that they loved me. They uh -huh. loved my work, but they already had a half Asian person on the show. Right. Which is offensive on so many levels. Native indigenous yeah. people. Yeah. Originally, there was a trek from Asia, right? Maybe. That's sort of what the. Some people, lore tells. There's some lore of that. Yeah. There's some lore of that. But I think that's going way back to say Asian. So they're sort of but you probably knowing people's I mean, I don't inaccurate identify style. Asian. Yeah, no. I'm, you probably get labeled potentially Asian a lot. Yeah, because of my face. Gonna, I would say and maybe your because arm. of my last name. G. Is that your real last name? Yeah. G E E. What is so? So what? What's what's, what's that all about? It's my white dad's last name. It's an English name. Way Why is your well. dad white? Great question. <laughs> Just roll my eyes. It's my dad's English. <laughs> yeah. So he's English. Well. Wolverhampton. I <laughs> know. I think the family's been in Canada for a very long time. Oh yeah. So there's like some English, Irish. You know, yeah, yeah. Right? With the last name like G, that sounds like originals. G. Yeah. Flanagan. G. Similar. We're just here, you know. But from where originally? Ireland. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I've heard mixed things. There's like the McPhersons are in the mix. So we've got this like some level of Scottish people. Okay. The Flanagans from Ireland. And then somebody lived in Kent in England as well. So that's uh -huh. all I know. Oh. And then the other side is Polish Jews. So right. how about that? You got it. The Ojibwe of Poland. <laughs> We started Poland. It's true. Where, so what, uh, of Poland. what area uh, did the Ojibwe cover? Like of... here, Toronto. Oh, uh, it was a part and, of it. My right, people yeah. are like a little bit further north. So a lot of Ontario, you're saying. Mm -hmm. And was it a beautiful story? 
No! Strange <laughs> genocide! <laughs> okay. All right. It's fucked Let's, up. Okay. <laughs> Canada sure. did a bad thing. <laughs> what do you think about when people are now trying to... The big pushback right now is people going, oh, well... Uh, and for those listening who don't know, but there, there's this thing, it's... Uh, uh, women, uh, indigenous women all have uh, gone missing at uh, disproportionate amounts and been murdered. And uh, uh, there was an official government report that referred to it as a genocide. Yeah. Uh, and is the people on one side are kind of poo-pooing it completely, I would say. Racist. And then uh, the prime minister said it was a cultural genocide, which I feel is... <laughs> You, you're not really going to win that way because they're not, you could maybe not say, appeasing anyone you could maybe <laughs> call it, like I would call it, if I had to add another word to the word genocide about what I see of this, it would be like a inattention-based genocide, you know, like kind of like the uh, Chinese uh, revel, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like great leap start. forward kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, something along those lines because you know it, 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 it i don't know if you could call it if you're talking about, no i'm talking specifically with a missing indigenous women it, it, it's so um individual individualized but it's not and that was the whole report is that it is systemic go on just that it is <laughs> it is a systemic issue that it's like it certainly is a systemic issue yeah it's no you know? no no it's not a coincidence that's not what i'm trying to say it's like and I believe it's probably like, you know, a lot of white guys, you know, doing the murdering, you know. Oh, for sure. And it's also yeah. like uh, a lot of white guys doing the, oh, I don't know about genocide. You know what I mean? I think and that white it's women. Just, and fucking white women. It's yeah. true. You're right. Fucking white women. Fucking white women. Um, yeah, no, it <laughs> is that. I mean, that's, it's just so insane to me. I feel like when that report came out, it was like, yeah, genocide, obviously. Like, that's something that, like, I've just grown up knowing you know what well, i mean sure i mean yeah and, and that it's a shock that it's like breaking news to any group of people is so absurd to me and scary and sad like how are people hearing of this in this way for the first time just this week like this i don't know it's crazy i worked on a play once when I was, I, I used to work in the office at Native Earth Performing Arts, the theater company. Sounds cool. What's yeah. what's Native Earth's thing, deal? They're just they're a Native theater company in Toronto. They've been around for like 30 years. Yeah. Um, and we did a play uh, called uh, A Very Polite Genocide. Right. And it follows this woman who is uh, making a presentation in university about Canada's genocide of indigenous mm-hmm. people. And you really just like, I actually had to write the study guide for it mm-hmm. and had to look at the UN's definition of genocide and right. like what has happened here and what is ongoing here uh, fits all of the points. Yeah. I think there is something in the Canadian mindset that's kind of like very shrug based in oh. terms of, in terms of like, Oh, you're dying. I don't know. Uh, I, know. I guess I we it... got to go to work now. So <laughs> you better get, just. I'll just look over here. Now. Be over here. Yeah, I think exactly. It, I think it has so much to do with our national identity. Like we love thinking of ourselves as better than the states. Right. Like even with that Kevin Durant stuff last night, or not last night, on Monday night, game mm-hmm. five of the Raptors. Yeah. When like. 
I mean, Toronto fans were cheering that he was yeah. injured and they've been called out, yeah. you know, internationally for that. But I mean, I'm sure that's happened in other cities. Of course, if we're not... You know, you, it, I, my, my well, friend did comedy last night. He was talking about it. He said, "Every, you know who else has shitty fans? Every city in the world. Yes. Because, you know, you want to get that reputation to be having... I mean, he was joking about it. It's like, <laughs> you know, Philly or, or, you know, probably Boston, like... It's all yeah. I'm not that I'm saying that anyone should be cheering. Be, no, but people are basically the same. Like it's wild to me that we think that we're any different from like regular ass German people in World War Two. Well, like we're basically the like populations are the same. It's just the you know the conditions, the policies that lead to these kinds of atrocities, you know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Oh, I see like, what you're saying. So, Like your average as German person wasn't inherently more evil than a Torontonian. They probably had more uh, uncharitable view towards no, Jews. No, but the fucking Canadians feel this way about me, even. Well, So I don't think it is different. I guess German, you're saying German, I would... I, I was going to, I guess I was thinking specifically about, you know, like the circles I'm running in. It's not, nobody, no one feels that racist towards native, the circles I'm running Yeah, that's because we're know. like artists. Yeah, that's we're true. We're super, super liberal. Like, yeah, that's there's a I, lot of people who hate me. Yeah. and it, well, for, I, Just for being a native woman. I would think that it's actually, when you said about the racism, it's like, it's interesting to me because it's like you would get it on so many different levels because you would get like it, it and I'm speaking this is a question okay you would get it on so many levels but <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is as someone who people can't quite nail down mm-hmm. uh, background wise so first of all you're always getting people going what's your background mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the first that's not even the first question because people but, but like then, literally every single day of my life yeah of course and then um, yeah, oh, of course. What is your... no um, On the bus, on the way to... Like, it happens to me every single day. But then there's this other side where, like, I never... When I first knew you, I never presumed your background, you know? And I guess... Yeah. And I... Uh, so... And then I read an article in, like, a magazine or something about you, and it was talking about the your, your heritage. And I was like, okay, cool. But then part of me is like, should I feel bad that I didn't even know... No, no. Why would you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm very, like I said, I feel a lot of guilt. <laughs> right, right. And it's like, uh, because you don't want to give someone sort of a cultureless facelessness, you know. At the same time, you know. But I, but I also just don't want to make assumptions. Yeah, I think and, that's fine. And, I don't think you should feel bad about that. And I guess all. we'd known each other long enough that if I'd gotten the uh, stones to ask you what's your background, you probably would have been fine with it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, like. So, so I'm just saying you get kind of people almost presuming that you're not native. You know what I mean? Like that's the other side of it, which is a, like an incredible erasure of, uh, you know, your yeah. identity in a way. Like, you know. Yeah, it's interesting because it depends on where I am. When I go up to like northern Ontario, people sure know what I yeah. am. You yeah. know, sure. I think that I think Toronto is just so multicultural. Yeah. That here it's like. People are less sure. What about LA? Oh, yeah, no, people don't know. People so they don't just know that I made it there. How many times have you auditioned for ex- ex- exotic <laughs> books? Uh, do you know what? I don't know. I feel like 
my agent is really, really great at uh, not subjecting me to that. We go out for pretty That's nice. meaningful things. Yeah. Oh, so I go out. You know, I'll go out for one where it's like ugly, but no, not, no, but not, no. but not, but not uh, regular life ugly. Camera. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that could be. It has to look real. You know those ones, the code words. You know, real. We're not looking for model types here. Like that's always. Oh, <laughs> oh man. No, yeah. I'm sorry. You have that experience. I have that all the time. I'm. Uh, that's. Why does that's so? Uh, there's so much work to do, isn't there? As far as like, just why do people have to be good looking to be actors? Are you? Are you? Is that a double? Uh, what's the word? <laughs> are you insulting me? No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to do whatever you want. Yeah. Why are, no, but why would why are hideous people like you not allowed in the industry <laughs> to tell their stories? <laughs> you know? No, no, yeah. but why, why, is, why do we do that? It's so stupid. It's such a stupid thing. Well, you know, I saw on HBO. This thing where like Hervé Villachez, there's like a movie about Hervé Villachez. Okay, you oh, know who he is? No. You ever see Fantasy Island? No. Fantasy sorry. Island Should is. I in... go? No, I'm so no, sorry. No, you can't. What I don't know. It? I don't know what the TV's like in Bob Cajun or Aurora. We did not have TV in Bob Cajun. So there Cajun. was this show, Fantasy Island. There was a little guy who would go Deplane, boss Deplane. You never heard this cultural touchstone? No. Well, sorry. he was a very he was a little person. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Villages. I don't even know what his background was. South American, uh, some place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like an alcoholic. He killed himself. Life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Terrible story. And and they cast Peter Dinklage as him in this HBO movie. Sure. Uh, really? Oh, right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, so, no. He's from South America. Like, they should have so found someone. It's bad enough he's in Game of Thrones being like, I mean, I'm glad he's in Game of Thrones. Obviously, he's amazing. But after, like, season three, I was kind of like, why is he talking? Like, like his accent is still, like, problematic in Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if anyone's listening, it's like, it's not fucking problematic or too sensitive. It's like, I'm not being very serious, but his accent that occasionally has sounds funny. tuned out long ago, I feel. Has tuned out long yeah. ago? Yeah, probably. Um, but, you know, I also have people saying to me they like how I challenge uh, the... Uh, I don't know, PC culture of you do. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, no, I don't. Um, particularly. <laughs> like, that's like but I challenge have... some fucking white supremacists instead. Well, yeah, I don't like them, you know. But uh, sometimes I think that the self righteousness of the uh, social media internet mm. is uh, both not constructive and uh, off putting. <laughs> yeah, fair. <I> think <laughs> that's know? fair. Like. And I yeah. think I think that like performative environmentalism, performative like environmentalism, performative uh, sort of activism of any activism sort. that's kind of about power scrambling, you know, yeah. and then yeah. also, you know, as much as the U.S. has like really awesome kind of diverse programming, like I think Blackish is cool. And I think I even like Fresh Off the Boat. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I watched it. But, you know, and, and it's it's got uh, um, and there's all this other stuff. I do think sometimes that there's like this bending over backwards to like seem cool and you wind up getting mm-hmm. as people I've I've seen online like people of color have said like 
it's, you know, white approved. It's yeah. like this, like if the person at the head of the company is white and they're selecting people of color, mm-hmm. they're kind of an odd who fit their sort of stereotypical vision. fit or not. It's like, mm-hmm. why is it? Why are they getting to fit? Yeah, you know, why absolutely. is it? Why aren't the roles reversed where it's like a person of color, like uh, the woman who's yeah. the chair of uh, whatever ABC or whoever, yeah. you know? And yeah. uh, so, so that's like. Well, it's like uh, I did a film called Empire of Dirt uh, uh-huh. that Jennifer Pajemski produced, which is a Nine Inch Nails uh, line. It from is the song Hurt. That's correct. Covered by Johnny Cash. Correct. And then um, the movie that you were in. And then the movie that I was in. Yes. And like when she was trying to get that made, people were like, it should have more dream catchers. It should have more drumming. <laughs> like thought that it should, like white people thought that it should fit their idea of what a native looking thing should be. Yeah. As opposed to just like letting it be what it needed to be. Well, which how, she did in the end. How did you remain, remain connected to your, uh, your identity in this way, in a healthy manner? Were you just like, how connected do you feel to it? Well, I think part of the fallout from the genocide that has taken place is mm-hmm. that a lot of stuff has been lost. Yes. Like, uh, ceremony was illegal mm-hmm. until the 50s. Yeah. So, you know, my granny didn't teach my mom the language because if at that time where they were speaking the language at school, it'd get you beat. Wow. So, like... That being connected to that is part of the experience of being in this generation. So there's that. But also, like, I do feel like there's stuff that's passed down. And it wasn't really until I, um, I, I mean, Bob Cajun is a very, very, very white town. We were the sure. only Native people in town. And so it wasn't until... It's named after the founder. Bob. No, it's actually, <laughs> uh, ironically, it's an Ojibwe word that oh. means shallow rapids, oh. but there were no other Ojibwe people there and we didn't name it. So I don't know how that, <laughs> I'm from know. the family that named Bob Cajun, <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm Can the queen, <laughs> Bob Cajun. But um, it wasn't until later in life when I really started meeting other Native people that a lot of the things that I always thought were just particular to my family mm-hmm. are actually like, like culturally things mm-hmm. that are across the board well you know technically if your mom and dad I, th- I don't think this was in ontario i think it was in quebec but recently there was a something where if a native woman married a non-native man mm-hmm. she lost her indian status yes yeah. uh, which is of course means lots of not Crazy lots things. but there are benefits to having you know the status is right you get Depends on when. (laughs) No, do you know what it is? You like don't have to pay PST at point of sale. So like if I buy a pair of shoes and I, if I want to encounter racism, I will bust out my card and be like, I don't have to pay the PST on this. And then the person sighs and has to call their manager and questions why you get Because like it's a weird part of the cash register that I think. They're like mad about you getting a thing, even though it's really... So you kind of reclaimed and learned that you were sort of observing things that were in accordance with your culture, mm-hmm. like, but you kind of had to have it confirmed by meeting other people. Yeah. Who were Ojibwe or yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 How, how much in common do the different tribes have? Well, I mean, there's like... I... How many differences do they have? That's, that's yeah, really more differences. Yeah. Like when you look at 
like even if you're looking at Canada, keeping in mind that we Native people did not draw that border between Canada and America. Like mm-hmm. the just the distance between here and like the Salish on the West right. Coast. Like yeah. they're completely, completely, you know, unique mm-hmm. art and language and culture. And yeah. like if you think about Europe, like how many different languages and cultures are in that even yeah. smaller landmass. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Be similar to that. And then indigenous people stretch all the way into South America. Totally. Colombia, where we were. That's right. I like that. I took it back. Look at that. Yeah. What what did you What did you feel in Colombia? Do you remember the last night where we were? Yeah. Partying. And then we got in the water, and when the sun was coming. Oh, that was really fun. Yeah, we had a a whole water day with the cast. Basically, but we'd been up all night. Yes, we had been up all night. That was so beautiful. Yeah, that was a good end to it. Oh, remember that plane ride home though was brutal. Yeah, we flew together actually there, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and they dropped us off in Bogota, which I was sad yeah. that we didn't get to like spend more time. Spend time in Bogota. We were there for like six hours or something. Yeah, we, we were just at this layover. weird hotel. It was kind of a cool hotel, though. I think I had to pay for the hotel on my credit card <laughs> or something, which is like insane. I had the money on my credit card. That's why I think that credit card has been since deactivated. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, production should have covered that. You should talk to them. I think they eventually covered it. Oh. Yeah. Hi, friends. This is just a reminder that if you do enjoy Nick Flanagan Weekly, you can please subscribe, rate, and review, as I said off the top of this episode. That would be amazing. But a very tangible way to help is co-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan or patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan and becoming a member. You won't get this a begging announcement in the middle of your episodes. If you do go on the Patreon, we'll put up links to, you know, episodes that don't have this. And we also have other perks like stand-up clips, music clips, photos, patron-only posts, all that stuff. And And you get my albums for free if you do that. So look into it. You might like it. It helps me out. It helps me do the podcast. So patreon.com slash Nick <laughs> Patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan or Kofi.com slash Nick Flanagan or just subscribe. Thank you. Back to the interview. But uh, <laughs> so, okay. So what was then you get work? When did you get work from, uh, you know what I was talking about? When you're in the theater and the stage gaining yep. ground gaining so you ground get an agent stage. they see you at the yep. the fringe an agent says hey i can yep. do i can work with you yep that's this. exactly what happened is that really what happened yeah summer okay. works it was at summer so works. you're at the summer works yep. stage festival what was yep. the play it was called stitch it was by uh cliff cardinal okay uh, who is a phenomenal playwright uh, actually he is tantu cardinal's son oh cool uh, the legendary tantu who i adore um do you know him Tentu is a woman. She was in Dance Oh, of course. Yes, you know. Yes, her. Sorry about that. That's why Tentu. No, she's a delight. It's going. It's getting deleted. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so I did did Stitch by Cliff Cardinal at Summerworks. And it was a one-woman show Mm. about a porn star who gets her daughter taken away from her and is addicted to Oxy. And it was like this awful, awful story. Is it like a monologue? I played different characters, like bounced back and forth, um, and it it was really well received, and it won a whole whack of awards. Cool. They what should... year was this? 
2011. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then I, I hooked up with my agent from... Th- Actually, do you know who, who introduced me to my agent? No. Gene Yoon. Gene Yoon. The legendary Gene Yoon. How is she legendary? She <laughs> has been... She's Well, she's playing, uh, obviously, the mom in Kim's Convenience. Right, Gene Yoon. Of course. She, uh, oh, she was in The Expanse, too, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. So was Jared Harris, I noticed. Yeah. Did you work with him? Yes, I did. Ooh, well, yeah, we'll get into that later. He's good at acting. Oh, you know what's a movie? Oh, it doesn't have Native people either. Unforgiven is an interesting movie. Oh, yeah. But I feel like Unforgiven has lost a lot of its flair because, like, Clint Eastwood just kind of wound up being, like, like his attitude that's reflected in the movies, Unforgiven, mm-hmm. Mystic River, mm-hmm. and I guess Million Dollar Baby, mm-hmm. which is kind of like shit happens, fuck you. Like, that's basically... <laughs> Yeah, it, it turns out that it's like almost a nihilistic worldview rather than something that's kind of saying it should be uh, something should be done about it. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. nope, that's the way it is. That's an unforgiven was sort of his. Oh, yeah. One of his earlier stabs at it. Huh. But some great performances. Oh, one by Richard Harris. That's what I brought it up. Oh, here. really? The father of Jared oh, Harris. Oh, neat. Neat. Yes. Jared Harris, who was in Happiness as well. I know. That's like actually my favorite movie. Really? I love that movie so much. And I didn't realize that it was him. No, I didn't realize it was him until I was like, looked him up after Mad Men or something. I looked him up like after I had worked with him. I was like, oh shit, that was happiness. Yeah, he's quite a good actor. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. film is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. He's like, yeah. Mm. Are you a fan of Todd Salons? Is that who directed it? He directed Happiness. Oh, and I he's, suppose I am. He's one of the like few, you know, of the auteur guys, you know, going on. He like yeah. writes his movies, directs them. You know, the casting is very specific. He mm. clearly has a hand in that. What are What are some of his other movies? Uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. And uh, yeah. then Happiness. Yeah. And after Happiness, it all kind of got less and less popular very quickly because he oh. kept on talking about pedophilia. <laughs> There's palindromes. Yeah, right. And then there was uh, Dark Horse, which is a bit later. And uh, he did Life During Wartime, which is like a sequel to Happiness, but with all different actors playing the characters. Very mm. weird. Yeah, but uh, mm. he can't. Oh, he has a hard time making mo- getting movies made now. And Wiener mm. Dog later, which is like an... Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. It's His movies are sort of sometimes very trying, but I'm glad that he's still making them. It's just, uh, I don't know. It seems like there's not that many movies like that anymore. Like Happiness. Oh, yeah. That's like definitely extraordinarily unique. It's what? not a superhero movie. No, everything's... So are you going to be in a superhero movie soon, do you Maybe. Think? Maybe you'll be the new Black Widow. <laughs> maybe i don't Spoiler know anything alert. about i'd have to learn so much about superhero movies well you don't watch those no so you don't watch those you don't watch westerns no you don't watch uh horror movies i do watch horror movies so like last house house on the left i spit on your grave uh, cannibal holocaust yeah yeah um <laughs> what are you watching do you know what my favorite horror movie is lost souls i don't know it is that uh oh, by a writer Oh, oh, that's a long time ago that movie was out. Actually, the guy who was the uh, uh, director of photography on Call of the Wild was the director of that film. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Why do you like Lost Souls? 
legit terrifying. I really? found it so scary. Yeah. I've never been like a full, full horror movie. Like a horror movie needs to get into like fancy for me to get mm-hmm. like or like super pulpy. Like I like the Final Destination mm. movies. I think those are pretty cool. Yeah. I've never seen Saw. No? no, I've watched all the Saw movies, but I feel like, like I'd like it okay. They're like you know? great. Child's Trash-ish. Play, I like. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, I like. I didn't like horror movies when I was a kid, so I yeah. missed all those. Uh, I was too scared of them. But it was just Freddy going like surfs up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then Jason never says anything. Michael Myers never says anything. I don't think. I never watched those ones. Did you watch Scream? Yeah, I liked Scream. And I saw Scream too. I liked Scream. But but when Scream came out, everybody was like, oh, Scream's different. Scream is a very self-aware horror movie. And it's really awesome. Meanwhile, it wound up every movie after Scream was like a sort of watered down Scream style. You know, super sarcastic. uh, I know what you did last summer. I really like that one. But I saw it. Yeah. Freddie yeah. Prinze Jr. still at it. You meet him? Jennifer Love Hewitt? He's married to her? No, is that is that? Yeah, Jennifer Love that? Hewitt, Freddie Prinze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jack Black might be in it. Really? I think so. Huh. Who have yeah. been your favorite people to meet in L.A.? Steven Spielberg. <laughs> no, I haven't met Steven Spielberg. J.J. Abrams. No, I haven't met those guys. Uh, I don't know. Dr. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Didn't meet him. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, managed um, to managed to not meet him. Lin Manuel. Do you know? Do you know who's nice? Who's a nice man? I'm happy to report. Robert Pattinson. Maybe. Yeah. I haven't met him, but he um, was at a party I was at once, and he was, he was nice? like, seemed nice and goofy. He's very oh really goofy. Yeah, he was like oh, 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 oh it's just <laughs> too much. Great. Oh. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was nice. Huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Batman. Yeah. Oh, Batman. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> hey, Gov. Sure. Batman. Hey, Gov. I'm Batman. That's terrible. I'm Batman. <laughs> That's terrible. Who's, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Who's nice? That was. Oh, um, uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. How'd you meet him? Were you in a movie with him? Call of the Wild. See the lead in Call of the Wild? Yeah. I'm an old man now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my wolf. We're going over here. I'm glad he was so nice. He seems like there's something He's that's nice. sort of gentle seeming about him in a way that maybe, but also totally. very grumpy. You know, so I don't really know I how know, those I two can see that. Well, no, I I only see the grumpiness at like an award show or something where he's probably mad that he's there. <laughs> You know, he's, he's like very chill. He's that's what I'm like saying. Very, very, like very um, he's famously like a pothead or something. Gee, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> um, do you know what's funny is I feel like um, I love that like three quarters through this, you're like, yeah, I was in the mo- the guy in the movies Harrison Ford. <laughs> I understand that the failure is on my part for not asking more things about this incredible I say, project. I can't say too much. No, Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, nice guy. Nice guy. Do you know what the thing is though? Meeting him Remember? was a bit like um, it. He feels so familiar. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, did I meet you at family reunion or like he feels like a distant uncle or something? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh no, right. It's just because you're extraordinarily famous. And did you I'm work so with him when face. Peter Mayhew died? No. Isn't that sad? When the Star Wars gang gets divided by death? <laughs> They're dying off. Yes, that's sad. Of course that's R2-D2 sad. R2-D2 is dead. <laughs> no. Yes, of course 
bit sad. And he feuded. Kenny Baker feuded with Anthony Daniels, apparently. They didn't get along. No way. I think so. Come but I bet on. Harrison Ford was a bridge between everyone. He probably just got along with everyone. Peter I'm Mayhew. Sure, there's sure. something. There's something so lovable about Chewie. Yeah, he's great at acting. And passed on. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it's part of this circle of life. Circle of life. I recently saw it moves us all. The Lion King. Yeah. What did you think of that one? I'd never the, seen the animated one. The animated. I, I'd never oh. seen it. Um. I liked it. Yeah, it's great. People think Songs it's got problems so though. What are the problems? Okay, the things I've heard that are the problems are that essentially the hyenas yeah. are uh, under the, they're not, they're like excluded from the lion yeah, I mean, they thing. They're, they're like. They eat carrion. carcasses. Yeah. So they're not even bad necessarily. I mean, they're an essential part of our ecosystem. Exactly. But like. If we didn't have hyenas, we'd be decomposing out there in the streets. <laughs> Nothing to eat us. <laughs> Let's put these hyenas on a goddamn pedestal. What do you think Harrison Ford thought of the Lions King? Did you? I did don't he, know. No, but I mean, did you ever find? Was he woke? You know, um, <laughs> was he as they call him in England a woke bloke? No, he's just a nice guy. Um, I am trying you know that, what I'm. Was he like? I mean, I don't understand why everybody hates straight white guys now. No, he doesn't like that at all. I hope he never uh, says anything so stupid. I hate, I, um, I hate it when old guys say know, stuff like that. I know. I'm just like. Suck my dick. Seriously, is how I yeah. feel about that. Yeah. And it just makes me so angry. Um, but I, yeah. I, okay, so here's the thing I feel is that I like want to start like like a, a rivalry between Lion King and Call of the Wild. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like movies for, you know, everybody but like younger audiences as well that feature animals prominently. I feel like I just want to start a real like beef. Beef with animal movies? What about Milo and Otis? Call of the Wild versus Milo and Otis. Do they have one of those coming out? I want to start like a really like... Oh, you need... Like a, a, like a... Oh, because they're redoing The Lion King. Yeah. Right. That's coming out. And uh, who's in it? Beyonce. She's the king? No. She's, she's the lady? James Earl Jones. He's... He was the king before... No. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. James Earl Jones. Who did the voice of the dad? Seth Rogen. In... Oh, he's is, is yeah. one of them. The hyenas, Funny that guess. was the other thing with the hyenas. Someone's like, oh, all the people who did the voices of the hyenas were like stereotype voices because it was Whoopi Goldberg and Cheech Marin. And I'm like, well, I don't know. If I hear them, I'm like, oh, that's Whoopi Goldberg and Cheech Marin. Yeah, they're very famous. They're they very famous. In, they should be in things. They should be in things. Cheech should be in more things, shouldn't he? Cheech? Yeah. Well, he had his run with Nash Bridges. He's very old now. I like him, that's all. I liked him too. Was he a hunk? Did you think of him as a hunk? <laughs> no. What's your type? Richard DeClerc. Your husband. Yeah. Attractive. So, so attractive. Actor. Beautiful soul. Just love <laughs> him. So I love him so much. Um, so, okay. Harrison Ford, you show up for the first day on set. Mm -hmm. It's just you two. You're both yeah. there early. <laughs> no. He's like, why is the like, trailer hey. locked? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> You're like, no, it's not locked. It's stuck. Then you kind of it's like one of those eco trailers, it's like eco -trailer. it's solar powered. And he yeah, goes, yeah. Where's the honey wagon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I know where the craft table is because that's my. Is that's that where I am? The honey at. wagon. That's the craft table, right? Or is that yeah, the yeah, bathroom? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> some... You wouldn't want to confuse those. Though. So, so your agent gets you, right? Yeah. And then you're 
you're here, you're starting to audition in, in Toronto, Canada, right? Yeah. This is what I'm talking about for okay, the, the, for the summer yeah, yeah, yeah. We're backing yep. up here. Okay. So yeah, I started auditioning. Uh-huh. Well, no, do you know what happened is no. that I did Empire of Dirt. It was the first film sure, I did, yes, yes. which I did not audition for. Uh-huh. And then it ended up getting into TIFF and like I did uh, Canadian Screen Awards and the TIFF has this Rising Stars program. So I got mm-hmm. to do that. Um, and then like after that, I got my series, which was Strange Empire. Right, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. So that's like the last eight years or so. That was, yeah, that was the beginning. Well, Empire of Dirt was TIFF 2013. And what were you doing before all of that? Just acting? In theater. In theater. With Aurora. With Aurora, Pena, or mutual friend. And you were... And Julia Lederer, the famous playwright. And yes, Julia. And and, uh, you were... Were you waiting? Were you working a desk job? Oh, no, I was definitely surfing. Actually, I was on the cover of Now magazine when I worked at a restaurant and had people coming in and wanting me to sign it while I was serving them. That happened. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I was ushering at Massey Hall and it always felt that way. Every once in a while. Yeah, someone's like, I got to do I think I got to do some kind of job like that again. Just to stay humble. No, just to have pocket money. (laughs) It's horrible. Yeah, I think about things that. have really not worked out. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> those jobs are there, and they're good jobs. It's a good thing to do. I don't think they want me for them. Because mm. if you had to, I think I could do busing or door. Busing's hard. Taking, yeah, but I want to take a dirty glass. Mm. Oh, and wipe it with a rag. Okay. So, um, what about you? Could be an Uber driver. That's like the side hustle thing. Well, you know. I've got, I'm driving my mom's car, so I don't know how that works. Right, and right. I don't have a full license at my G2, which <laughs> really? is like the second stage of it. Okay. okay. had that well, for years. So what do you want me to do? Do you want me to do what it is I'm doing? I mean, I think you just need to, yeah, keep. Keep at it? Keep at it. That's what? the trick of it is just sticking with it. I think so. And being willing to be poor. Like, it's... <laughs> It's important. It's important. Like the older you get, thing is a gamble. The older you get, the more willing to be poor is just. uh, It's not a question of will anymore. (laughs) It's just happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah, That's the thing. I don't really feel like I can like say I'm poor right now. I'm speaking to you in a trillion dollar home in uh, the middle of Toronto. I know. In a nice room. So lucky here. Surrounded by art and beauty. Yeah. Yes. And acting on your part. What are your favorite foods? Do you know what I love? I love an artichoke. Why? The process of like taking each leaf off and running it between your teeth. I've and it's... never eaten it that way. Oh, it's so good. I've just eaten the pickled artichoke. Oh, no, One like go. a fresh, like boiled. How are those grown? In like little kind of, this. they're thistles. If they bloom, they open up and are like, this is yum <laughs> <laughs> you want to play show, show and tell this yeah. is the final segment okay <laughs> okay so what's this what is this that's a toronto zoo hat uh-huh and what do you think of it i think it's uh it's pretty cool what do you think of zoos are you someone who oh, likes or i don't know zoos? i mean like i enjoy going to a zoo but i feel like they're problematic like animals just want to die in there you know well <laughs> you see it sometimes. You see a lion in a zoo and it's like lazy and it's just like It is weird me. being in Toronto and being like, oh great. Like where are the apes in the winter? 
Yeah, you know? they're not. Yeah. Where's like, the lion in the winter? Like, do and they why get do we... bus to Africa or something? Yeah, they don't. And why do we think that That's we have a long the bus right ride. to? It's a long bus ride. Why do we have the right to do that? To well, yeah, I it's mean, kind of weird. Look, yeah. like, look at it this way. This is how I view it. Preserving them, maybe. Yeah, it's Studying. like a condom for animals. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. it's like yeah. you know how there's like towns they made for people with Alzheimer's. That's, like that are yeah. like fake towns. That's like a, a nice experience for them. So this is like that for animals. <laughs> if it was a nice experience for them, fair enough. But I think there is a con- conservation aspect to it a lot of the times. Well, in, like the in pandas zoos. and stuff, right? Everything, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you're you're breeding them. Maybe you're sending, uh, reintroducing some to the wild. Maybe you're, yeah. you know, maybe. I don't really understand, but I, I don't think that your average zoo in like, you know, the, at least the large cities in North mm-hmm. America is, you know, a carnival. Like, you no, know, like, I mean, like I, a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know enough about it, I guess. I just feel weird when I see them, but I still go. Yeah, That's I like, like zoos. I do. I yeah. went to the Los Angeles Zoo recently and it was I've never really been to cool. That. It's huge. The one in Griffith Park? Yeah. It's huge? Yeah. That's crazy. I'd love to it's go. Neat. I never went. Yeah, it's neat. Did you ever go to the, uh, what's it called? The... The Gene Autry Museum? No, actually, I haven't. I want to go to that. I heard it was cool. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely been on my list forever of things to do. What's this? That is a DVD of Sunset Boulevard. Starring William Holden and who else? Uh, Gloria Swanson. And? Eric von Stroheim. Yes, and directed by. um, By who? Billy Wilder. Oh. I don't need to. I've never seen to... this. Can I look at it? You've never seen this movie? No. This is an incredible movie. Does it movie. make me a bad actor? Maybe it makes you a bad Angelino. Buster it's... Keaton? Yeah, this is an incredible movie. Oh, Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Like the street. Like the street, Sunset Boulevard. Don't which look is at not me. Some... Don't look at me like that. <laughs> it's it, 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 There's actually, I remember being in a drive after mm-hmm. having watched the movie when I was in Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. uh, the... This the house that's in like the first shot, mm-hmm. the apartment building that's in like the first shot that says Sunset Boulevard mm-hmm. underneath it. We accidentally wound up right in front of it, which is to me one of the nice. best things about LA is just you wind up at these weird spots where they made movies. Yeah. Neat. Um. So you've never seen this movie? No. Gotta see it. Okay. Do you have any interest in seeing it? Yeah. Yeah. This I is do. a good one. It sounds cool. Yeah, and it's got a lot of like unrelenting ominousness. Unrelenting ominousness. Great. I never thought of it that way. It says right on the thing. Look at all the awards. Three Academy Awards. Three Academy Awards. <laughs> um, that's, that's a lot. You should see it. It's really good. And what's this? Woody Allen without feathers. Without feathers. One of the collections of his work. God. Do you want to read a little? No. It might make you laugh. It's illegal now. It's okay. Well, read it then. If it's okay. gonna make if it's gonna make me laugh. Let's see. How many of you have ever wondered where certain slang expressions come from? Like, she's the cat's pajamas. Or, to take it on the lamb. Neither have I. And yet, (laughs) for those who are interested in this sort of thing, I have provided a brief guide to a few of the more interesting origins. Unfortunately, time did not permit consulting any of the established works on the subject, and I was forced to either obtain the information from friends or fill in certain gaps by using my own common sense. Take, for instance, the expression to eat humble pie. During the reign of Louis the Fat, the culinary arts flourished in France to a degree unequaled anywhere. 
so obese was the French monarch that he had to be lowered onto the throne with a winch and packed into the seat itself with a large spatula. A typical dinner, according to Desrochers, consisted of a thin crepe appetizer, Mm. some parsley, an ox, and custard. Food became Mm. the court obsession, and no other subject could be discussed under penalty of death. So... That's not funny at all. Not funny at all? There was one part that was a bit funny. I thought the ox part was funny in the thing. Really tasty. I have a feeling that confirmation bias with humor exists. Like if you saw this guy do stand up and you were like, Mm -hmm. I heard this guy uh, was uh, beat someone up before he came in. You might not Mm -hmm. laugh. Maybe. Or this guy yelled at me on the way in. Well, if someone yelled at, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. I thought it was funny when he was like, uh, time did not permit, blah, 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 whatever. That was like, neither have I. I laughed out loud at that. What's this? Donkey Kong Country, Super Nintendo. You seem like you're a gamer, perhaps. <laughs> I remember this Fellow one. gamer. This was quite a beautiful. Game. Remember this? Yes, I do. I have my Super Nintendo over there. It's covered. Oh, yeah. PlayStation 2. Cool. This is beautiful. I remember this. Those bees. The rhino, yeah, the, bees. the bananas. So yeah, you had a great time with this game. I did. Got yeah, my brother ca- and I played it together, remember? How old is your brother? Older or younger? He is uh, younger. How much younger? Uh, he's a year younger. Okay, actually. so you guys are very close. Yeah, he's wonderful. That's okay. nice. So you're tight. Yeah. I can't give this to you. Okay. Do you, have, okay. Do you play games? I don't have... Uh, no games at home? Stuff. Richard, he's not no. gaming? No. What would you think if he was gaming? Would you be approve of it? If he came home and he was like, babe, I just beat Final Fantasy. <laughs> I would be happy for him if he liked it. I feel like I am the gamer because I play like Tune Blast on my phone. Tune Blast. Tune Blast. It's so stupid. It's such a waste of time. So but... like guess the song? No, it's like a line it up, waste your time game. <laughs> line this? up the colors. Mutter? KK. This is King Khan. The, oh. the musician King yeah. Khan of King Khan and Barbecue. Of course. Do you like it? Yeah. He plays sometimes in Los Angeles. Remember, he played all the time in Toronto. Yeah, like, he's an old. He's Canadian. Yeah. Originally from Montreal. Oh really? Buddy. Are you from Montreal? No, I'm from Toronto, but that group of people were my Montreal friends. Oh. King Khan Barbecue. Great. The spaceships. Great. They were very. Uh, Rip roar and rollicking people who partied like crazy, and I couldn't wow. believe it. You couldn't very believe funny it. guys, very funny guys. You, all of them. Yeah, great, good. That's I'm King glad Con. Funny and nice. What else? What's this? A cassette tape yeah. of Beethoven's Symphony Number no. Nine. Are you a classical music head? Like a little bit, yeah. Actually, I like the symphony. I love going to the symphony. How do you get in character? <laughs> It depends on the character. How did you get in character for the movie The Sundowners that we were in together? That I didn't. I didn't. You didn't get in character. No. You thought, I like Nick. I was like, I'm just let's just fucking to, do this. Let's you know? do this. That's how I felt about it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. We had a good time filming that main scene that we're in. Really, really only had to do one ma- major scene. Yeah. We had the, the, the I think the scene where we got married would have been challenging at all, but we didn't have anything to do with it. No, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Just yeah. show up and like. My whole thing in movies, they put me in and I'm like. I'm so stressed out. What are we going to do? That's your character. I got to be in more movies. How do you get in character? Um, I just try to get rooted in my sense of self. 
and then I try to express that yeah. on camera. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like learning the lines, right? Like if oh you just God. say the lines. That's... You know, you know what my tip is for acting? I don't think it's right. But what? Uh, the camera only sees what you're doing up there and nothing more. So sure. don't, true. you know, just react. That's I think all. that's a great tip. Just do it. You know, yeah. you, you cannot help but be yourself even in the role of acting. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, no, I know. I mean, you're showing versions of, of yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For yeah. sure. And that even if you're piling on the ham or you're, yeah. or you're even like Martin Short, who is ridiculous. It's like you're seeing an undiluted, the, the undiluted Martin Short every I time he acts. I'm doing the character stuff. Yeah. Like my role in The Expanse is not me. No, well, that's why all. I'm not, that's why I'm not on the level of uh, character. Oh. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I, guess that's it. I guess that's the drink. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, what's this? Another book, Zen Reader. A book, Zen Reader. This is a gift to me from comedian Chris Locke. Oh, I love Chris Locke, me too. He did a set in LA the first night that I lived there. Oh, how was that? Did you love it? Yeah, I loved it. It was kind of crazy because he referenced we met, I met Chris working at um, Fresh, Fresh, yeah, and he referenced that workplace in his set and it was oh. like a weird little to be in a new city watching someone who i've known for a long time reference and chris was a juice maker at fresh the juice <laughs> place where you were a server yeah as was my friend was... in Didi. oh yeah yes. nico and that's nika I nika. that's how i met aurora was through nika working in that job it's a wild world do you want to do you want to read a zen yes, thing yes, yes. <clears throat> Muster your spirit. You should muster your spirit to penetrate the root source. What? Here, uh, this is the middle of the book. I don't have enough information <laughs> to know what this is about, and I'm probably like mocking it. Here, you cannot speak of enlightenment, nirvana, thusness, liberation, transcendence, sitting in meditation, entering concentration, building bridges, or digging public wells. Get it? You got the part. We're making this into a movie, and you will be the lead. Great. What's this? Lethal Weapon 2, the director's cut. Now, this was oh. Circular Laughing Breads, which was uh, David Deneen Porter, a yeah. comedian in Toronto, who's come up very often on this podcast. Really? I yes, he lives in Los Angeles now. See. He's been working on t shows. And Jason Richards, who Jason. did the Seinfeld uh, 2000, which was like a parody account of modern Seinfeld he also is in L.A. now. Now, this is Morgan Waters, who has been mm -hmm. on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Right now, three of the acts on this mm -hmm. have been on this podcast. Morgan Waters, Chris Locke. He's been on your podcast? Morgan Waters. Chris? Yes. And James Hartnett. I like him, too. And me. Great. That's a stacked team. Did you ever go to these shows at the Drake Hotel? No. Sorry. When is this from? It doesn't say the year. <laughs> Why don't more flyers say the year? <laughs> That's a cool flyer. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't make it. Oh. But the Drake Hotel used to make... It's at the Drake Hotel. Yeah. Remember the Drake Hotel? Is it not there? It's still there. Oh. <laughs> Things change. You go away for a little bit even. Yeah, and you I know. Come back you must be like blown away. Different. It's weird. I keep being like, wow. I'm working in the distillery. And yeah. I'm just like, holy shit, everything is different. Yeah, everything's crazy in Toronto I mean, it's still, right now. The distillery is kind of still the distillery, though. It's still distillery. A comic book, Laugh Comics Digest magazine, Archie and Veronica. 
You know, Archie, you seem like you don't. <laughs> Sorry, what, I got. I was reading what do you it. know about? <laughs> I like. I know Archie. I used to read these. Josie and the Pussycats, Sabrina. Yeah. That Wilkins boy. You don't remember that one? No, I don't. What about? I've never heard of this before. Cosmo the Merry Martian. Never heard of him. Cool. Who is your favorite uh, Archie character? Um. I don't know if I had a favorite. I mean, probably Veronica, because I had dark hair. So I was like, that's the one I'm like, you know? I liked Archie. Because that's the one you're like. No, he was the protagonist. You oh. know? And maybe that's the one I'm like. Just like, oh, golly shucks. Uh. Uh, do you think of me as a golly shucks type? No. What do I, what, what is, what do you think of, what's the outsider's perspective on me? Um, I don't know. I like you. I like you too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I think you're very nice. I'm, I'm nice. giving you like a weird oh, massage right nice. now. I hate that I'm doing. No, that. it's actually it's, really nice. It's like you know what? I think... drama school style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's nice actually. Yeah, it's nice to get massaged. Oh, yeah. you wanted more? I could <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's really nice. I've been carrying this bag like on one oh, shoulder, like worst. a fool. I should be changing it up more often. Yeah, I I have one that's a shoulder bag, but I, it has like two little handles, and so I just walk around with two handles it's much easier on my back hands? i'll change hands yeah that's smart that's I'll what i need to do maybe wrap change it around hands. my waist really no like a fanny pack <laughs> yeah like a little belt bag you know in england fanny has a much different meaning yes i i learned that the hard way i know not <laughs> the hard way the not the hard way yeah i'll have one fanny please <laughs> <laughs> look kara this has been a treat it has been i hope you've enjoyed it i have I had a lot of fun. Seem, it almost did seem like we were just sitting here catching up in a waiting room or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. But it's like much cozier than a Yes. Room. And we're sending yeah. it it's out good. to the people someday soon. Great. Yes. The people, give the people what they want, you know? I'll show you what we look like on camera before. Do we look cool? Oh, we haven't even talked. Talked about my Toronto Raptors hat. Well, you think who who's going to, by the time I play this, we'll know if the Raptors won <gasps> or lost. Oh, my God. What do you think is going to happen? I hope we win. I think saying, oh. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. Oh, no. should I knock them? I hope they win too. Oh, I really hope so. Yeah. It'd be so fun. Can you imagine? I just want to hoot and holler in the streets. Will you commit a crime? I don't know. Will you drink in the streets? No. Will you drink? No. Did you ever drink? Yeah. And you stopped? Yeah, I don't drink. Good call. I just, you know, it's just like... Um, I got older yeah, like it's not, man, being hungover sucks. And I stopped for a little bit and I was like, just going to make it a little bit. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is amazing. Actually, I feel so good. So now that's how I just do. Did you smoke cigs when you drank? Do you know what? I quit smoking cigarettes like two weeks before we went to Colombia. And everyone was smoking <laughs> cigarettes in Colombia. And not I was me. just like, ah, <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah. I, I like got yeah. through it. I'm glad. You did yeah. yourself a favor. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. now look at you. You're in L.A., picture of health. Just living the dream. Going for walks in Runyon Canyon. Have done. You can go on all the way to Redondo Beach. That's, I learned to dive in Redondo Beach. Oh, wow. Just scuba dive. Marina Del Rey. Spent some time there, yeah. Santa Monica. I've been there. Malibu. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Just keep going. I've been to Oh, hi. Have you? Yeah, you like it's it? Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful over there. Yeah. What's the worst part of Los Angeles? Freeway? Oh, the worst. The 101. Part. Do you know what the worst part is? It's having to buy healthcare. 
Yeah, that's weird. It's so expensive and it's insane. Are and you not? Aren't you in the SAG though? Yeah. Don't they give you healthcare? Well, you still have to pay for it. They make you pay for it. Yeah. But when you get a job, right? It's taken off. Yeah, but it's like there's tiers. And so, yeah. like, if you make a certain amount of money, you're eligible for this, and you still have to pay a premium. Jesus and it's so expensive. Christ. It's insane. Yeah. And like, like I'm co-pays. doing. I don't well. understand any of this. It's horrifying. How has America worked? It, uh, like, I don't know. And they, I, I, there's all these like myths about the Canadian system. Like, oh, you have to wait so long for a surgery. And it's like, no one has to. No, like, it's fine. It's great. It's perfectly fine. And if you have a life threatening disease, you will be treated, you know. The yeah. only difference is it won't be as like cushy as like your average American hospital because yeah. they're like, like who cares? private practices that are designed to entice you with velvet yeah. chairs to sleep in while your loved one suffers. Surgery. Yeah, it's crazy. Around you. It's that's the that's the worst part of living in Los Angeles. Now, how do you stay sane? Well, that I mostly just don't think about. You don't. No, I meant just in general. You don't oh. think about problems, that <laughs> thing. You don't look into... How do I stay sane? I don't know. Like, just... Do you just scream like into being... a pillow? No. I don't know. I, like, do yoga. Mm. That's, like, very... I feel like it's, like, very a very cliche I thing to do in Los Angeles. But I really do Daily. like it. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, it feels good. It feels like... It feels good. I like yoga. Yeah, it just feels nice. Drink lots of water. I like you. Water. We have good friends and like I'm very lucky to have a nice family. Just talk with those guys. Yeah, talk Do a lot and of talking. get on the phone. Are you a phone person? Yeah. I called you earlier. Sorry. You didn't answer. I was at work. I yeah, was you were at work. I wouldn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello. Uh, excuse me, guys. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> cut. Plan again. <laughs> Hi, this cut. is Nick. You might want to cut. Yeah. <laughs> the play rehearsal. Yeah. Well, Kara, okay. is there anything you want to plug? Come see uh, Fool for Love at Soul Pepper Theater. Nice. Uh, we open on July 18th, which is my birthday. Happy birthday. And then, thank you. And then we, yeah, we run until August 11th. So Are you yeah. the Kara G on Twitter? Oh, he did this stupid thing where I'm like, Kara G. Oh, yeah. With five stupid E's. Yeah. I had the Nick Flanagan Twitter name, yeah. and yeah. then I changed it. So Why? I didn't have it. Why? That. I don't Why? know. What, what did I was you change thinking. it to? X Flans X, and now it's The Flans. Oh, that's good. Yeah, The Flans, the Flans is, is all good. right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Kara G. So follow her with all those E's at the yeah. end. and I'll be seeing you, Kara. Yeah, I'll see you. It's yeah, good to see you. Oh, oh, you know what? You I think can people, hug should, on camera. people should watch uh, Sundowners. Yes, you can see us both in the Sundowners you on watch iTunes. Us make out. Making out and uh, stealing. The, the film. Film, the whole film is <laughs> the best part of it. And that was it. My talk with Kara G. Wasn't that fun? She's great. And uh, I'm definitely going to make a point to check out all of the TV acting that my friend has done because I'm not good at checking out what my friends do enough. But I was in Sundowners by former NFW guest Pavan Mundi with Kara, and you can watch that on Amazon Prime if you're in the US or UK, or the CBC Gem app, which is free uh, if you're in Canada. So that's good. And of course, you can see The Expanse on, I believe, Amazon Prime and Sci-Fi. If I'm wrong, uh, I'm bad. But if I'm right, well, I'm good. And yeah, um, have a great time. 
Follow Kara G on Twitter. Follow the NFW Instagram Twitter situation if you'd like. I'm on Twitch too. So, and on YouTube. So do all that. We're going to post some video clips from the interview later. So if that's your bag, okay. Have a great time. Get out in the sun. Let it tan you, but just enough. Wear your sunscreen, like Baz Luhrmann said in the famous song about sunscreen. And uh, blow your nose in a discreet way if you do have seasonal allergies. So, uh, bye. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly.